0: nice apocalypse it's the talk film society podcast network podcast i said podcast there twice covering the works of richard kelly and most importantly southland tales the film i am one of your co-hosts marcello pico and with me as always because i cannot do it without this great uh, one of my favorite people ever I mean, I love talking to him. Every time we could, we every time we record this, I have the best time because he's such a good person. It's Marcus yeah. Irving. Hey, Marcus.
1: Boom! Kicking in the door. Hi, everybody. It's me, Marcus Irving.
0: Yes, that's the kind of energy we want. Yes. Yes. Let's do this, Marcelo. Southland Tales, episode oh six. Oh my god! Episode chapter six. Episode chapter like, six. eleven. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Or? Uh, twelve maybe. I'll look it up. Uh, Marcus, yeah, how are we did you? Six
1: episodes. Yeah, this is twelve. Um, bu- 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 I'm great, Marcelo. I've been having a happy time this whole last couple of weeks, uh, playing around and stuff. Playing and, uh, around,
0: um, doing doing my work. How uh, how so? How
1: are you playing around? Uh, part of my work is babysitting a child. I play with the child. Um, you play with uh, the child. I play with my nephew. My cousin, I guess. Um, some say family
0: is the most important thing.
1: Would you agree? Uh, yeah. I I, uh, I think I know a certain action franchise where that is their entire mission statement, and I would have to agree.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I mean, imagine if Richard Kelly uh, uh, managed to... Oh, you know what? Let me, let me take it back. Imagine if the public at large... Recognize that Southland Tales uh, is as great as we're saying, and it made a billion dollars at the box office. Do you think we'd be Mm -hmm. on Southland Tales 9 at this point, Marcus?
1: No, because I think Richard Kelly's a more creative man than that. He would have done his second movie, his prequel movie, and then he would have left it at that. Southland Tales is a universe, it's dead, it's gone. Wow. he would have he would have th- thrown out that cache that 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 cash money box of of a billion more dollars to make uh, Southland Tales four, uh, three and four back to back, and he would have said, uh, "No, actually, just give me half of that, and I'll make something else." Interesting. And I'll make the box as good as it could possibly be.
0: Now, this isn't a dig at Richard Kelly, by all means. No,
1: no. No, no, that's no. that's exactly the opposite of a dig. I'm saying he's a man of, uh, he's, a man of, uh, of virtue.
0: <laughs> he's a man of virtue. <laughs> he's a man of virtue. He's a man.
1: He's, he's a ma- he's he's a man of of uh, of uh, he he has he has standards more standards. Okay, he's, he's not going to sell out to the man.
0: Now I don't. Uh, I can't. Um, now I, it's not like I'm trying to tippy-toe around this thing or anything, but. I mean, I think here's my take. Okay, that's your that's your take, and you're, you know, I, I respect it. I, I admire that take. Uh, it's a blessed take from you, Marcus Serving. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. we should also remind people who might be jumping in for the first time, for whatever reason, um, that you know, this this movie, Marcus on tells, is your favorite movie of all time. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 yep, yep. And uh, you know, y- 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 you by the end of this. Uh, Experience uh, as we go through this movie chapter by chapter, as broken down by the Arrow Blu-ray release. Uh, We're on chapter six. This episode, Uh, you want to be known as the Southland Tales expert, as the go-to if anybody wants to do any research paper on Southland Tales. If anybody online wants to, Mm -hmm. you know, search Mm -hmm. Southland Tales uh, plus experts, your name will pop up. Right, so. Uh, you may know you may know more about this than I do, but I'll say, I wouldn't be surprised if, if an alternate universe had Richard Kelly hot hot, hot after the success of South Antels making a billion dollars, he'd say, you know what, I'm gonna live in this world for the next twenty years plus. This is this oh. is this is gonna be like George Lucas and and, and uh, Star Wars where. He's going to come out with uh, a new movie every three or four years, and people will eat it up. And instead of uh, something like Dune coming out, uh, no, there'll be no, no no room for Dune. People will be lining up, will be filling up IMAX screens for the latest South End Tales installment.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you saying this is a horror story uh, in your eyes, or do, what
0: do you did, want did, that? did it sound like I was making it out to seem like a horror story? Kind of. Kind of. You're like, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, these great films like Dune would not exist. We would only no. be watching <laughs> Southland Tales. <laughs> you, you, uh, you I, I don't know what you're, no, you're do, do you like this alternate universe that you you've created? You me. You're
0: misunderstanding me, Marcus. I am. That's what I'm saying to you. Now, what is – make me understand. Let me make it perfectly clear, okay? Yeah. There will be no room for Dune in this universe because (laughs) all of the creative energy, all of the zeitgeist around a film like Dune will dissipate because everybody will be entranced by the next part of the Southland tale saga directed by Richard Kelly. Okay? Yeah. You know, it, you know, two, two things can't exist in the same place, uh, and no, no. Dune is such a huge. I mean, ha, I mean, have you, have you seen Dune yet, Marcus? I have seen Dune. Yeah. What uh, what do you think of Dune? I like Dune. You like Dune? Did I like you like Dune? D- did you see Dune in a theater?
1: I did not see Dune in a theater, more so.
0: Okay. Um. Let me tell you about my experience with Dune. So I saw it for the first time the Thursday night or Friday night it came out, whatever, whatever day that came out that weekend, yeah. opening weekend. I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was fine. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it another yeah. shot. I'll see it in IMAX this time. I went to the, my local AMC IMAX theater, which is a, a, one of those LIMAX theaters, uh, which is just, just means it's just a smaller screen that you're- There's sp- a little bit of lime in it. Yeah, uh, so LIMAX uh, just means it's just a it's it's not um, proportion to the size of an actual IMAX screen. You know, uh, AMC likes to lie to people and say this is IMAX, but it's not really IMAX. Ah, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, so that's uh, uh, I think the the the, the moniker LIMAX, um, I first heard it when uh, the 2009 Star Trek came out, and people were complaining about um, that being shown in IMAX, but the IMAX screens they're showing it on were not actual IMAX screens. And that has been a problem for the last 12 years. Um, anyway, that IMAX screening at, at the AMC was it was packed. Surprisingly so. People love Dune uh, here in Austin, Texas. And then I saw it again last night in, on a proper IMAX screen, uh, huge, and it was, it was great. And um, th- there's a certain energy out there uh, that uh, I could I could like compare it to like a uh, Avengers end game or like any like big blockbuster which is surprising to me I didn't expect dune to be this huge hit uh, you know as, uh, in my in my first-hand experience now what I'm saying is imagine cultured people down there in Texas yeah uh, you know we don't like living in the state we, we live in and we rather go out to the movies and just preoccupy ourselves and kind of live in a fantasy world for two hours now, imagine the energy. Imagine, you know, Dune on a Tuesday night in Austin, Texas, uh, or Avengers Endgame opening weekend. Imagine that energy for a Southland Tales movie. Marcus, that's my point. Okay? hmm Do you see that ever happening in your lifetime? No. No? <laughs> why, why would I see that happening? Is, that? is there a way? Now, okay. So, is there a way that that can happen? Because my my thing about Dune is um, it, it's it's like one of those big four quadrant movies. Uh, if, if if you know what that means, uh, Marcus. Do you know what four quadrant movie means, Marcus?
1: Yeah, it's trying to attract all all sorts yeah. of
0: people. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I think yes. Dune is doing that pretty great because it has all these actors and you know uh, um, young and old, and the it's sci fi and it's also like big epic blockbuster. It hits all those quadrants now if richard kelly okay we're back in this world we're back in uh, earth a okay now do you think if richard kelly somehow got the money to make it do you think all he would need to do is a like, cast a zendaya or timothy chalamet or any hot young actor or maybe get jason momoa or do, the exact same cast as dune have them all be in southland tales too do you think they could pull it off do you think We'd get the same sort of excitement over Southento's movie if just the right people were involved. Marcus, uh, that's I, the question.
1: I guess if that film had had come out, then yeah, that that could get more eyes on it. I don't think that instantly equates to the amount of box office that Dune is seeing and will continue to see. I I, I don't. Let's say Southland Tales, the prequel saga, comes out starring those people in the in the filmed portions of Southland of 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 the power. Which is which is what he wants what Richard Kelly wants to do. He wants to make everything that was like in the graphic novel, he wants to make that animated, and then he wants to have live action versions of the power. Script screenplay, right? And let's say that uh, uh, (laughs) Jason Momoa is the baby, and (laughs) Zendaya is Jericho Kane, and Timothy Chalamet is uh, Serpentine, and the, the 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 spice worm is uh, um, you know. One of the other characters in the movie Again, and,
0: just a reminder This is your favorite movie of all time
1: And, yeah And they uh, <laughs> Sure, yeah That would bring more eyes to it uh, But would that make it an instant success? No, I think that would make I think it would be a monumental flop again <laughs> If they decided to spend That much money on it I think that's the problem So, um, so so, It's just not going to be that much of a money maker
0: so my so to to wrap this in a bow. So yeah, have we come to the conclusion that there's no way that a sequel to Southland Tales will be successful?
1: Oh god, no, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying you keep you keep the budget reasonable, you you market it decently, you try to raise awareness of Southland Tales being a good movie. <laughs> By promoting our podcast and other such things, and and then maybe maybe the movie can make its budget back <laughs> overseas, <laughs> overseas, um, and then I, I, you know like like from from for, from what more realistically could happen, it Donnie Darko two could be. A minor hit. I don't think it'll be a smash or anything. I think it'll be something that people put too much uh, stock into and then it ends up uh, falling because the Donnie Darkman name is not as powerful as people think it might be. See, but okay. let's say let's say that it makes a little bit of money and suddenly this guy has the cachet to make Southland Tales 2. And he just repeats his same career mistakes and is back in this situation where he can't make another movie for twelve years um yeah i th- I think that's what what is most likely to happen but 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 yeah yeah what what Marcel what
0: no see I, I'm not trying to corner you i'm just uh uh this is just a thought experiment you see uh i'm i'm okay. in- I'm interested to to know in what scenario South entails. A sequel to that would be a hit, and maybe it just it just it's just not designed to be a hit. Maybe that's why this first movie failed initially because it is such a it's 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 uh, it's it's not meant to be popular. Maybe that's the thing.
1: It's for the freaks and the weirdos. It's for the freaks Marcello and the
0: weirdos and, and the jokers of the world. It's just those those yeah. freaking nutballs. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. So I uh, I mean don't don't take it as uh, an insult, Marcus. I'm just saying I want I I wanna live in a world where South End Tales, uh or South End Tales sequel, you know, is popular, but we just can't have everything, okay? No. No. Do you think your love of this movie has something to do with people not uh uh embracing it? Uh the 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 yeah, general public I think
1: I'm an unpleasant guy and if I told you that and if I went up and told anybody that I know or uh sees me that this is my favorite movie of all time and they should watch it I think in general they would say uh no or <laughs> or just not interact with me at all and like ignore me I think that's probably I'm probably not a help to
0: it oh uh, I didn't I didn't mean that at all I didn't mean to
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean then no
0: <laughs> okay you 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 misunderstand me i, I I'm saying kind of like an underdog story. That's what I was trying to say, Marcus, where like dodgeball. No. Oh, maybe. May, okay. Maybe like dodgeball, maybe if dodgeball, the movie had failed <clears> at <throat> the true, box office. Yeah. And then it would be an underdog story. Maybe you're maybe part, not entirely all your love for this movie, but maybe a tiny part of it uh, stems from the fact that this failed and you're, you're trying to give it some love and, and uh, it's again, yeah, that that's, that's not untrue.
1: That's yeah. See, definitely not untrue. Yeah. There, there's a part of it that feels like it's my movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I don't know how you got to the point where you said, um, you know, people hate you for saying this is your favorite movie. I didn't mean that <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, did 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 we I
1: said get- people hate? I said people hate me separately, and then I tell them it's my favorite movie. That doesn't entice them to see it. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> don't hate me because of my love for southland tales okay they also they hated jesus because he told them the truth so you're just like jesus and think about yeah yeah yeah. i think i am me and roland tavern
0: yeah there you go and that brings us to southland tales the movie all right so we're here uh there'll be no other segments unless you have news marcus do you have news no
1: no i got no news uh richard kelly uh slow on the news front he retweeted a movie called mass
0: uh, I, I, I was trying
1: to figure out why he keeps retweeting that, but I can't seem to find a connection.
0: I bet I can Maybe find a connection. Know
1: somebody or he liked it.
0: type in Mass movie. Um, 2021. 2021. Uh I I've heard of the movie Mass. He just he just might be a fan of Mass. Uh, it, I I've heard yeah, it.
1: That's I, a, that's, a, that's probably all it
0: is. I've heard it's a great movie. Uh, I heard it's a bummer of a movie. Uh, do, do you know the premise of Mass? I'm sure. sure I you, like it. I'm I'm sure I'm sure you did look up mass when richard kelly you know your your, your your love of, your the love of your life you know retweeted uh, reactions mm-hmm. about it but uh, for those who don't Masity. know what mass is about it's a film directed by fran kranz uh, and the premise is the parents of a victim of a school shooting meet face to face with the parents of the perpetrator and Dowd is we in need it to talk about kevin yeah uh jason isaacs is in it uh martha plimpton uh, I'm trying to see if there's any South Tales or Richard Kelly connection. Uh, I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe he's just a fan. Uh, we'll unlock this mystery later on. But for now, uh, I, uh, do we need to talk about anything else before we jump into Chapter Six? I think we just jump into Chapter Six, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just jump into Chapter Six. Yeah. This has been this has Un- been a solid unlock. episode so far. Yeah, pull pull the book off the shelf and uh, uh, blow the dust off of the pages and, and crack it open.
0: Yeah, crack open it's chapter six. Chapter six. What kind of book has twelve chapters?
1: Uh, a uh, uh, short one. All right. Good answer. Was that a, I I don't was that my setup for a joke? Or? No, no, just curious. Do, no. Do you have a do you have a book that has twelve chapters in it? Off the top of your head. The Bible. Yeah. Okay. The, the condensed we got a version. lot of Bible talk to get into
0: here. Yeah, in a there's a lot of Bible stuff. Uh, uh, a lot of Bible talk. All right, so what are our time marks for Chapter 6, Marcus? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: 102.05 is where our last episode left off. One hour, two minutes, five seconds to one hour, 12 minutes and 52 seconds. Yes. So a just uh, a, ten, a 10 minutes and 47 second section of the film. If and my
0: math is correct, this may be uh, this chapter may have the longest scene we've talked about so far. It's a pretty long scene. Interesting, interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't take note of that.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, this is not a fact. So I think this is just an observation for me. It, fe- it feels like it's, it was the longest scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, it,
1: there, there's a lot that, like, like yeah. Uh, the, the way I'm taking notes for the show is. Uh, watching the movie and basically writing down everything that's happening. And there are a couple scenes that I had to write a whole shitload of what is on my screen. So, yeah.
0: Why don't we get... Okay, folks, if you're listening along with us, uh, remember, you can pick up the Arrow release of South Tales or Mm -hmm. buy South Tales on iTunes or any digital place and... Uh pick up that old DVD, pick up that old Blu-ray, just just uh put some money in Richard Kelly's uh back pockets and just buy this movie. Mm. And jump to chapter mm. six. Alright. And go. Uh to set the scene it's
1: it's a stormy night in Los Angeles. Ooh.
0: Rain and night.
1: thunder it's and raining and uh and lightning.
0: Ooh! This is uh, pound the pound the city. We we should have recorded this last night because uh, that would have been spooky. It would have been uh, Halloween. Yeah, November
1: first is not the
0: time for spookiness. I put up uh, my Christmas but, tree today, but
1: Southland. <laughs> <laughs> but Southland Tales is surfing us so much spooky.
0: Now uh, it, I'll, I'll just say what. <laughs> uh now remind me to talk more about this as this section progresses but (laughs) i find it interesting that there's so much lightning and thunder in this section uh because i don't think it's i don't think there's a a lot more weather after this if i'm thinking correctly if i'm remembering correctly probably not all right continue I actually think this
1: encapsulates like the entirety of the storm like we see it start in this first scene and then we see it end uh, uh just just before like the the next scene uh,
0: at the end of this section. So this chapter you could um, call the lightning and thunder chapter.
1: Mhm. These are the stormy sessions that we're <laughs> having now.
0: Stormy sessions.
1: Um <laughs> Uh, okay, so boxer he's being uh, chauffeured to the Frost Estate after uh, getting in the hands of them in the back of the last chapter. Um, there uh, he's showing up. This is like the same party that uh, showed the Jeep sex scene in the last episode in our last chapter. Oh, it's uh, the same seems party? Like the huh? Same party? I-, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That seems makes like sense. it's like the same. It's night. The same night, yeah. Uh, like the, the place is full of, uh, wealthy people, like donors are probably, are a fundraising event or some crap. Yeah. Um, uh, Boxer is led inside. He, uh, for a split second here, Marcelo, here's a little interesting thingy. <gasps> Tidbit. Um, we, for like one split second as Boxer is walking between rooms, we see, uh, we see Serpentine.
0: Yes, Ling's character. Okay, I'm she's glad kind of hidden in the foreground. You brought this up because last episode, yeah, I mentioned that Serpentine was in the background, or was not in the background, but kind of like sneakily, not even sneakily. There's a shot where they look up, and she's like up in the balcony of this of this party, and it focuses on her yeah. for like maybe a second, and then breaks away. Uh, so I I said last episode that i think she's pulling the strings that's i think that's it's it's like it's a clear now yeah. it's it to me it's clearer now than before uh, i mean uh, uh, digging through this chapter by chapter and basically frame by frame uh, i see that she's more of a you know of a of a force uh than previous rewatches of this movie and it's and it's interesting that she pops up for that half a second as we pan through the room and
1: uh, the the, the to, to back up your point there, um, in the background, Pilate Abilene is giving us another reading from the book of Revelations. Uh, he says, uh, Revelations 12 and 13 tell the tale of a pregnant woman, a dragon, and two beasts. They are the puppets of the Antichrist. Now, um, interestingly, the for that split second that uh, Serpentine is on the screen, That is right as, um, pilot Abilene, uh, says the word dragon and, you know, serpentine and dragon, those kind of go together. Wait a second. Uh, so perhaps she is one of the, uh, she's the dragon, uh, the puppets of the antichrist. I'm going to type
0: in serpentine. Oh yeah. It says snake. Yeah. It says here a serpentine is a snake and snakes are elongated, limbless, carnivorous reptiles. the suborder of serpentine
1: okay so boxer is reunited here with madeline his wife this is like the second time we're seeing her it's the first time we're like really seeing her in a scene he kind of acts like he barely recognizes her um he's kind of like in this split mental state right now uh she asks him if he has amnesia do you have amnesia or what and he says you're my wife my wife. and she kind of starts stressing out my wife uh she kinda like starts stressing out uh been uh drinking champagne all night uh it's a stormy night that's still in my notes uh, <laughs> okay, we cut to Zora uh sheio Terry uh um, oh yeah while while uh, uh on the radio we have uh her on the t v actually we're being told uh, a Hermosa beach woman assaulted a UPU officer with a dildo. And we're also being told about a reversible birth control method for dogs that could replace neutering. And there's also something said about the search for Bin Laden, but it gets cuts off. When Zora smokily walks down the stairs in the stormy night. Uh, remember that it's storming out. Rain. There's lightning. And so forth. Uh, she meets uh, Zora, or she meets uh, Bart Bookman. He gives her the tape uh, of the uh, the recordings of the killings and the murders of uh, you know of what Amy happened. Boulder previous and Wood Harris, yeah, in the last episode, in our last chapter. Uh, now there is uh, John Lovitz, yeah,
0: right. John Lovitz. What's his name again? Lovitz or leaves it. Bart Bookman. Bart Bookman. I don't think I caught that last episode. Bart Bookman. Now, what he says... Okay, remember last episode we said he maybe did one funny thing uh, in that chapter? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think what he says here, or do you think his interaction here is funny at all, Marcus?
1: Eh, Just like we said in the last one, it's kind of funny just playing on the idea of who... Who John Lovitz and Cherry O'Terry are, I don't know if it's like funny in and of itself. Like it's kind of like a threatening and sexual, and they're like, and it's kind of funny to see John Lovitz be that threatening and sexual. But uh, I don't know, like like these exact lines and like things coming from another actor who maybe doesn't have that history of being a goofball, lathem up. I don't know if they'd be funny. Um,
0: now what does he say exactly? He says, "Do you want to?" Um, uh, well, uh, hey, you wrote it down. Uh, you you tell yeah. me the line. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: so Lovitz is like choking her, like from the back,
0: and but not actually It's uh, like you know, a kind of a, a, a uh, it's a sexual sexual, choke. like yeah, right, Marcel, yeah, yeah. like what you
1: like what you like to talk about a lot <laughs> when we're off there. i never talk about Uh,
0: joking uh i think it's a serious uh, subject uh not to be taken lightly uh, consent
1: do you want do you want to fuck or watch a movie
0: oh wait i thought it was no wait 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 wait. let me let me cut you off let me er interrupt you yet again i thought he said do you want to fuck and watch a movie
1: no, he gets a he gets a choice. Do you want to fuck or watch a movie? Right,
0: I'm gonna rewind this movie. I have it on in the background, so you you keep going, and I'm gonna confirm. Although you maybe have already confirmed, but I just want to confirm on my end. All right. Uh,
1: there's like a Nancy Reagan uh mask. So they're they're like at the. They're at the same uh, warehouse where the shootout happened, and like all the blood's cleaned up, the bodies are gone. She just has access to it with the, the giant toilets in the background. There's a Nazi Reagan mask, uh, while uh, and there's also like weed plants in the background. It's a little bit of a clever humor, <laughs> and um, also in the background we see on a TV, like or like being projected, I guess. I think it's uh, like footage of. I don't know if it's like supposed to be bombings in Syria or if it's uh, the nuclear bomb, uh, but definitely uh, war footage in the background. Interesting. Uh,
0: oh, by the way, you're right. Uh, uh, he it, says, "Do you want right, to fuck right, or right. watch a movie?" So yeah, you're right. Right
1: along with this uh, stormy uh, visuals, it's storming outside. So it uh, just it just adds <laughs> it just adds to the the kind of uh, spooky tone of this episode. Ooh, um, happy Halloween! I- Anything else there, Marcelo? Uh, Lovitz or
0: leave it. It's just our uh, every time Lovitz comes on, we have to introduce the segment as Lovitz or leave it. Um, yeah, do you this watch? Is the last time you will be here, I think. Oh, that he's not going to show up again. Uh, maybe when Krista goes back to. Are we Florida, saying? But I'm not sure. Are we saying goodbye to John Lovitz?
1: could be we could we could be saying leaves it to loves loves
0: it oh uh, yeah we have to end the episode by saying we hope you <laughs> we hope you loves it love it we hope you love it <laughs> do you watch the tv show succession marcus no um there's tell a- me about it i'm not gonna tell you about it i'll, I'll tell you this about it okay um oh well, first off it's a, it's a good show i recommend it um i think the se- I think season three is the best it's been um uh but that's not to say the first two seasons aren't Good, but the third, third third season is the best so far. They there's a running bit in the opening credits, uh, where the the plot of Succession is we are following this like conglomerate co- corporation run run by this family that's basically like uh, uh um who who are the evil people who are running Fox News the the Murdochs right it's like the, the Murdoch, Murdoch family too. right. Um, so it's like a Fox News um, uh, uh, simile, and in the opening credits, uh, somebody pointed this out on Twitter. Uh, each episode, each season, they change like the the credits, and with each season, they change. Like there's a uh, shot of um, the TV network, the fictional TV network, and like the rolling scroll in the in on the on the bottom. And each season, it gets progressively more crazy. I think in the in the new season. The scroll says something like, um, "I said hi to her and I got chemically castrated." You know, it's very much playing, and th- that reminded me of this Southend Tales and like what you were saying before about what was going on in the news, and I thought that was interesting. The that whole play on Fox News and this like um, very uh, uh, exaggerated reality, although not that exaggerated now. I mean, stuff like that I'm sure happens on Fox News all the time, but I thought that was interesting to point out that. Um, even a show like Succession still plays with that motif.
1: So we uh, move on to. Uh, we get a quick shot of the music video for Teen Horn. <laughs> for uh, Kristen Now's Teen Horniness is Not a Crime, being watched by Nana Mae Frost. Uh, I don't. I don't know if the full music video for Teen Hortiness is not a crime exists. I don't think it does. I saw like a fan edit when I tried to look it up on YouTube earlier.
0: You sure? it doesn't But I know exist? the
1: full song.
0: Oh the full song yeah, oh, yeah,
1: you're exists. right. There is there is like a full three and a half minute
0: song. Yeah, uh, the there. I don't think there's a music video, but you're right. Uh, I uh, do. You know anything about the song that's out there, Marcus? The uh, where no, did why? it come from? Was it on the soundtrack? Who released it? Because
1: yeah, it's 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 on the soundtrack. I, okay. I think Sarah Michelle Geller sings it. Uh, okay. I believe she's credited to it. Uh, yes. it. It is a full song. I think in the little bit of music video we see like her and the other porn stars dancing on the beach. And I want to say that Richard Kelly is dancing with them. I think that's Richard Kelly, the guy that's like dancing with them. Uh, at least it looks like him to me. Should
0: we anyway, read the lyrics of Tina Horniness Is Not a Crime? I, I guess we could. There's no reason we can't. Okay, so I'll have the lyrics if pulled up. I want to
1: look them up.
0: I have them here. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, because like, this is what we do. And I also want to do that for the Muse song that plays later in this chapter. Um, yeah. Which I'm sure you have the name of. I, I haven't looked it up, but... I, it, it's it's a Blackout. yeah it's a Muse song I used to play a lot um, not because of this movie because I just like Muse as a kid in high school uh, but I want to go through those lyrics too so here is I'm not gonna read the full thing I'll just read through some of this um, the ex these are excerpts from Teen Horriness Is Not a Crime uh sung by my sung by Sir Michelle Giller, and It says also accredited to Abby McBride and um, uh Clark Kent I don't know who that is but uh, good job. Good job, Clark Kent. Here we go. Lyrics. Teen horniness is not a crime. Open your heart and your mind. Horniness is on the rise. Look inside and you will find. Teen horniness is not a crime. Open your hearts and your mind. Because the numbers don't lie. Observe the nerds who shot at Columbine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a funny line. uh, Let me read some more. An overcrowded nation leads to sex frustration. All your legislation can't stop teens masturbation. Miss Krista now gonna show you how it's the Midwest kid with a twisted sound. Miss Krista now, you can be free and fly with me. And fly with me. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. Uh there's a lot more. Uh never get laid no, never got laid, no. Didn't get laid, so traded in their books, picked up Sorry, traded in their books and picked up a gauge. Couldn't get laid, no. Never got laid. 2008 is the horny teenage. And it goes on from there. Uh, but yeah. So in this world... Did we go with the fact that... Uh, I may have asked you this already. But our world... And and Southland Tales world like where's the where's the where's the change point is it when the bombs dropped or was it before then because in their world Columbine exists obviously right it's like yeah
1: Uh, yeah yeah I think I think the 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 twin bombings in Texas uh, is like when Southland Tales uh, is born
0: right right do you have the song in your music collection Marcus. I uh, I don't know if it's
1: on my streaming service. If if not, I should. Like I I do like this song. It like, gets kind of like a like a purposefully kind of corny and dumb song about uh what is it um like a send up of like uh like a Britney Spears type
0: Christina Aguilera um.
1: Christina Aguilera. Yeah, doesn't look like it's on the uh, YouTube Music, which is what I use. Uh, so no, I don't. But uh, I did uh, have the. I did like. Uh, I have the CD. I have a physical CD of the oh. soundtrack for this movie.
0: We know, I, don't, I, uh, I don't think we talked about that.
1: Yeah, I, I I I took like a kind of like a road trip not that long ago, and I decided to play the CD. And uh, when the song came on, it, it's uh... it's uh it's a bot, Marcelo I, I like it. Uh, it's it's fun to listen to.
0: Um, and on that soundtrack, I mean, you have all the Moby songs. You have that Pixie song, Black Rebel Motorcycle mm-hmm. Club, which was brought mm-hmm. up in an earlier episode. Uh, yes, it looks like a good. It looks like a good uh, soundtrack. Yeah, some Moby songs. Uh, yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah, it is a good soundtrack, uh, and like, it has at least like four or five songs on there that I would want to keep listening to over and over. I think, uh, and again, we'll talk about one of them coming up. Yeah. So yeah, uh, back to the film. Um, so we kind of go back to that scene uh, with uh, Madeline. So we've got Madeline, boxer. Uh, Madeline's father, uh, Robert Vaughn. Uh, the and Krista. Uh, Kr- Madeline is holding a copy of Krista Now's movie uh, Cockchuggers Two Cockchuggin' A, uh, which I would say is a very nasty name for like having such a chaste box art cover.
0: Oh, that's uh, it's
1: just like a picture of Krista, very I don't know, plain. Plainly. That's
0: one thing I wanted to touch on, Marcus. Um, do you think that's 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 what that, that was blacked out on purpose? Like, it seems like there's more to that cover because on that cover, it's like most of that space is just black, is black yeah, and black it's with like, like 80% just blackness.
1: And you see Krista in the top, right?
0: Yeah. I I'm sure it, it, it may have been, it, it can not have been a post-production cover up, uh or something. I mean, I don't know, but it, it's, 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 it's uh, it's it's uh, suspicious to me, Marcus, that I can't imagine Richard Kelly looking at that and saying that is appropriate because I'm sure he wanted more. He wanted some cocks on it. Maybe, you know, yeah, and some chugging. Some chugging.
1: I, I, I think they... they uh, There's, like, some little... Uh, there's, like, a little bit of, like, gray writing on it that I could not make out, and, I, like, I could not decipher it, even with this nice, beautiful 4K, or 2K restoration, excuse me, um, yeah, from Arrow there. video. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. There could be something there. Like, hold on. I just saw, like, a little bit of... Madeline holding it I wonder if it looks different in that shot because oh, you might not be seeing it
0: uh, I'm going to pause mine so on
1: pause things
0: uh, yeah I, I'm pausing and uh, again listeners we're pausing South End Tales uh, chapter 6 oh okay there's one shot of, of her holding the Cock Chuggers 2 Cock chugging DVD which I'm going to pause onto mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get it on the right frame and we're going to break this down uh, for everybody this, this is our job Here we go uh, pause there Oh, I can't pause it. What's going on? This is all staying in the episode. It
1: doesn't... It, yeah, it doesn't... I don't know. There's definitely like a full back to it, but we can't... We could not possibly make that out. And it looks like what I was seeing was the thing upside down, so that's why it looked different to me. But no, it's just the same thing.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it right now, paused, and uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet... Yeah, because it says, Kristen now presents cock chicken or stars in. Yeah, it's hard to read. Um yeah. do you think have you, ha, okay. I'm I'm gonna look this up right now. Uh maybe there's a prop. Maybe somewhere out there. Like you know they have props of of um you know the the rares the Lost Ark it has that golden idol prop. I'm sure somebody is also selling a prop of like cock chugger's two DVD cock chicken <laughs> It's possible, yeah. So I'm gonna look that up uh as, as you keep going, what, what else is happening in this scene? I'm
1: sure they could use the... I'm sure if somebody has still had the exact same one used in the movie, they could sell it for 25 bucks, at most. <laughs> I don't think that would go for very much.
0: Oh, oh, wait. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, mm-hmm. Southland Tales. Krista's DVD. Movie prop. Oh, my God. God, this item, okay. this item. Wow, this is this is this is exciting. This item sold in two thousand nine for one hundred dollars. Wow. One hundred dollars in two thousand nine. This is a high quality picture. This is okay. I'm gonna try to zoom in. Uh, yeah.
1: What What are What, what does it say? Okay. Is, I should have wow. done this. I this is
0: exciting. This. Okay. So, uh, I'm I'm kind of blown away by this. Okay. Um. So. Just okay, I'm. I'm gonna send this to you too, uh, just so yeah, you have dude. it. I want to see this um, now. Uh, this so the 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 picture of this prop. Uh, it, it's more high quality. Now, it does have Sarah Michelle Gellar in the corner and. With this uh, photo, you see like you kind of see her breast a bit. You don't see her exposed breast, but you see more of what's on the cover. And there are words on the cover. I don't know if if I don't know if you can see the words. on Yeah, on,
1: that's what I was talking about. Those, yeah, like those right? Silver
0: words, but you can't see them at all. Okay, so let me <clears throat> let me lean in. I'm gonna read what's on here. It says, "Oh God, it's hard to even see on here." Damn. Sh- Something, things happen when you're in love. Things happen when you're in love. Okay. There's a word above things, so it's something, things happen when you're in love. Uh, but yeah, so that's what the gray words mean. I mean, so that's what the gray words say. They, they, they It's hard to, hard to read. So there you go. Mystery solved.
1: It also looks like
0: <laughs> there
1: is a Cock Chuggers 1, and <laughs> it's a real uh, porno movie that you could buy. <laughs> You can buy the DVD here. No, you cannot. It's discontinued. But that is a real movie if anybody from two thousand five, if anybody's interested.
0: Do uh, when when we do bonus episodes, when we cover movies like Kiss Me Deadly yeah. and Last yeah. Temptation of Christ, do we have to do Cock Chuggers one? Yeah, we're we're doing
1: Deep Throat, so we might as well do Cock Chuggers two, uh one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. There is like a little bit of
1: yeah, jeez.
0: Uh, I don't okay some someone no I can't read that first word it's something whatever that word is things happen when you're in love I don't know Some. sometimes sometimes uh, vivid some DVD things. production mm. vivid DVD productions strange Does it say strange? strange things strange. happen when you're in love that's strange what it is things strange happen. things wow we, we, we figured it out huh Vivid DVD. And perhaps .com. that's a
1: sequel to a movie that uh, Richard Kelly was enjoying at the time So with the amount of time that we just spent at that on that uh, You might think that this scene uh, isn't that exciting uh, No, there's a lot going on in this scene that we have not even <laughs> brought oh God, whatsoever more, more breaking news So on that DVD cover oh my so, God. Sorry to go back to this I would just hook out. If you're going to tell me about the bottom text, I was going to say, I would assume it's just like Laura Mipsum made up bullshit, but you're going to tell me something interesting.
0: Uh, I, 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 although, although you did say that, uh, there's a cock one, right? Yeah. And it's a real movie. Yeah. Uh, when you go to that website for vivid vividdvd.com it's a real website. Um, I don't know if you've been to oh, vivid.
1: Yeah. That's a real production company. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm aware.
0: Gonna, yeah. Yeah. As, as long as you're aware, but, um, I'm gonna look up cock chuggers right here um let's see cock chuggers no results Did they have to chuggers. pay
1: for did they have to pay somebody for the rights to although hey to make
0: a joke maybe maybe this is maybe this gonna be part of your brand or whatever roundup you do at the end of the, at the at the end of the episodes mm-hmm. Marcus because vivid entertainment maybe it's yeah. right it's right along the lines of like hustler and um uh Pepsi or whatever whatever else yeah, they have. I, yeah.
1: I should have I should have written that down I will yeah. right
0: now there we go. All right. I think so. We've, we've unlocked the mystery of Cockchuckers 2. Cockchicken.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Madeline's holding it. She uh, She's wearing her dad's uh, camera glasses earlier that he asked if it made him look like a nerd. And she demands that Krista be brought to her now. And uh, immediately, <laughs> Krista is there. Uh, she pull- pulls up to the building. And uh, Boxer... Boxer is getting stared down by Krista as Krista is being stared down by Madeline intensely. Uh, Boxer like defends her from Madeline's like, cheap insults by saying that she, uh, in addition to starring in many of her own films, also has a pop album, a reality show, a clothing line, jewelry, perfume, and an energy drink that tastes really, really good. Uh, i like that line delivery um bobby frost is somewhat familiar with her because he sings her teen horn song i think we saw him watching it earlier so maybe he's become obsessed with it since then kind of a funny uh line delivery by him too i love all I, everybody's acting in this scene brilliant
0: by the way uh, I, I don't know if you cover this yet marcus but it's raining and uh, there's the yes, storming out storming uh, when,
1: when Krista when Krista arrives, uh, really pretty shot. Well, I will talk about that more later. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, another like funny little joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boxer after saying all that stuff uh, about Krista, who looks like genuinely flattered by it. Again, just great acting going on all around here. But Boxer, he asks for the, can I see the cock chuggers? And Madeline just screams no at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was very funny. Oh, uh, is uh, Vaughn has a cute little dog with him, a Little Chihuahua, uh,
0: played by John Larroquette. Is John Larroquette still still with us? Uh, John Larroquette still alive? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So, want to make sure? Oh, yeah. do we want to do the same thing with that Krista uh, Now CD? Do, do, sh- should I look that up? Prop. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Well, uh,
1: while you do that, I'll I'll keep talking. Madeline uh, Madeline can kind of see through Krista and saying that she uh, set <clears throat> she set Boxer up uh, and asks if there's video of the two of them together. And Krista says there's lots of video, um, which uh, Boxer seems like like uh, when she first admits to. To there being some video, he kind of seems like, oh no, you shouldn't have said that, but yeah. And then, like, when she says lots, that's when he seems like surprised. And then he starts to like think about it more. Um, Madeline uh, wants to just give Krista what she wants, which is a million dollars, and for Bobby to vote no or to vote yes on uh, proposition. No, is it to vote no? Uh, It's to vote yes yeah it's
0: right a yes vote okay yes
1: vote. yeah okay. it's a vote it's a yes vote on proposition 69 which i don't remember what that is other than it's on signs and stuff all around and it is like what deep throat two was asking for
0: earlier okay
1: uh bobby's kind of saying no and it did what would
0: you find i found the crystal now cd prop um this is, I mean, we're, we're, this is, this is a jam packed episode, folks. This might go for three hours. Um, because, uh, so I, it's on a website called Worth Point. I don't know what this website okay. means, I don't know what it does, but there's pictures of the Krista Now CD back and front. Um, and if you want, I can read the, uh, track listings there's not a track listing which is weird there's uh, a it, I thought it was a track listing but it says I think it's just like lyrics from teen Horness is not a crime which is weird uh, yeah it's just lyrics which is dumb but what the but the strangest thing here is yeah I guess it's a signal it's a single single remember they used to do that Marcus Remember they used to sell CD singles yeah I can tell you the last one I got which one
1: Hung Up by Madonna.
0: I got it at an
1: FYE that was closing.
0: I'm going to guess that year was 2009? Yeah, about, probably. Yeah. So, yes, this is a CD single. uh, And whoever posted this goes into a story about how this is a prop that they own. Um, And I read through a lot of it when you were talking, Marcus. I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Um, but at the end of this little blurb, it says, I was planning to build a display case using this and other Krista Now brand products. So this person has other props from South End mm-hmm. Tales. Uh, they go on to say, but I already have an outfit worn by, worn by Mandy Moore in the film, and I've Whoa. decided I can't afford to devote any more wall space to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this would make a great uh, conversation piece, especially for a Richard Kelly slash Donnie Darko or Sarah Michelle Giller fan. So, yeah. Um, uh, and also, I want so to read this... You have it for sale there? It, I think they're or just... like, linked to a place where it was for sale? Oh, you know, yeah. They're, oh, you know what? This is this links to eBay. So, yeah, I think they were posting it for sale.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so, yeah, they were selling it. So, but this sold, I'm sure, a while ago. Um, but it's, uh, they also say... I found this is I found this sentence funny. Uh, in the intro, they say whether you think the film Southland Tales is a brilliant sophomore effort following Kelly's debut classic Donnie Darko, or you think or you think it's an overinflated flop, you'll think this prop and the scenes it was featured in are hilarious. <laughs> 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 okay, well, so won't. yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, no, that's that's interesting, and it's also kind of depressing to me to think about that they already sold off all this old shit; they don't have it anymore. Yeah, I can't own a piece of this movie unless I track down one of the weirdos that bought Mandy Moore's dress.
0: I also found another. Um, I also found another picture of. Oh my god! I'm gonna. (laughs) This is a rabbit hole. uh, I'm sorry to derail this entire episode, Marcus, but I found somebody selling a collection of props from the movie, including the Cockchuckers two DVD. The, the, the Krista Now CD single and a can of her energy drink.
1: Energy drink? Oh,
0: my God. All in a beautiful display case, which I'm going to send you the picture of. So,
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, this is something. I, I'm sorry to show you this, Marcus, because you're never going to own it. But, yeah, uh, this this was a thing that somebody bought. So, wow. Uh, the, I mean, there are fans. There are fans out there. Let's hope they found me and us. Alright. Continue. No more props.
1: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's great, right?
1: And there's stills from the movie. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Man, I would love to own that. Anyway.
0: Anyway, uh maybe for your birthday. This is a
1: this is a part uh well uh um well that was four days ago.
0: Oh happy so, birthday. <laughs>
1: Uh, so there was... Uh, this is a part of the movie where things are blowing up. Uh, every, everything's kind of going crazy here. Uh, secrets are secrets are being spit out here. Rapid fire. Uh, so what do we got here? Pew, pew, pew. Krista. Uh, Krista, she says she has uh, footage and uh, uh, is demanding a million dollars and a yes vote on Proposition 6069. Um... Uh, which they're saying no to, but Baron's trying to encourage them to do it. And in doing that, he, uh, um, he is pointed to, uh, by Krista as being the one who set up Krista to, uh, take, uh, Boxer back from the desert in the first place. Um, which is a surprise to everybody, but, but Baron denies it, uh, Uh, Madeline uh, also comes out and says that she's pregnant (gasps) with Boxer's child she says. Uh, Madeline uh, says that Baron is the one that's been funding the neo-Marxists this whole time. (gasps) Uh, He's angry and he screams back that Madeline is actually pregnant not with Boxer's baby but with Brant's baby. Brant. The senator's secretary guy. And uh, And then uh, Baron gets called away and uh, tells him that the the meeting with Mr. Takahashi has been set. uh, And he leaves everybody in this chaotic turmoil that uh, has just been set apart by all these facts coming out at once. So, a lot to unpack here, Marcelo.
0: There's so much. Uh, Now, I want to point out... Now, when I say this again, it's gonna be for it's gonna be for for comedic purposes, and I'm gonna be kidding at first. But I want to get into this. You realize it's storming when they when they say all this, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, what I like yes. about this scene uh, during this rewatch uh, when I watched it today um, was just how how it's 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 very soap opera. It's it's funny to me how all these secrets are revealed while the thunder and lightning yeah. is going. It's very purposeful yeah. for Richard Kelly. It's it's leaning towards like comedy, but it's also very much like I don't know. It it, it, it it especially going uh going to the end of the scene when uh boxer drives away. Like it feels very noirish, very like old-timey film-ish, like, uh, uh, with these revelations and this whole scene that plays out. I don't know. I just liked his, uh, his flourish here of having there be like a huge, no, yeah, thunderstorm and their yeah. lightning coming through and people just shouting at that's, each other.
1: Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh, it is. It's very soap opera. It's also very noir. It's, it's very comedic. Yeah. It's it's all those things. You're you're absolutely right. You said it all better than I possibly ever could. At
0: myself. some could say Richard Kelly is a genius.
1: Yeah, he's uh, thinking about his projects on multiple levels, and that's why he won't just take any old billion dollar check. So he's, he's got, like, uh, hey,
0: he reads the script for Avengers Endgame. He goes, <laughs> Can I add a scene where two cars fuck? And Kevin Feige goes no, then he goes. You know what? I'm not going to do it. And that that was the no. breaking point. Yeah, go get the
1: Duffer Brothers or whatever. The Duffer Brothers. So, so, uh, so, so yeah. So, so Madeline's pregnant. She's been drinking champagne this entire night. That's scandalous.
0: Also, um, I mean, not to not to belabor the point, but uh, uh, revelations and the pregnant person and the serpent and the dragon and the two what's what was that line as is, is a pregnant woman a dragon and what else
1: yeah 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 uh, and, and two beasts
0: two beasts who are the beasts good
1: question good question are they uh, are they the two uh, are they the two Roland and Ronald's possibly yeah I mean they're they're the ones that are like marked by uh yeah something that seems holy but Uh, could be unholy are they the antichrist They could be the antichrist they're definitely like like they should not be they should not exist they're born of a of kind of a supernatural occurrence um uh driving out in the desert through the rift in time or whatever the hell
0: i know i know Uh, i know we're like in the process of booking oh you are marcus mostly of booking guests but can we get like a like a like a religion, like a religious expert or A theological expert or somebody To come yeah. in and, and like who knows their stuff About the Bible and the book Revelations and like break this down For us
1: Marcel, I would absolutely love to do that And I've been looking for somebody Exactly like that, if you are that person
0: Out there, please contact us um, Contact us yeah, at is- Markingthemarks at gmail.com <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Madeline's pregnant. Um, the ba- the uh, Baron has been funding the neo Marxists. Um. Uh, anything else?
0: Anything uh, else here? I, I I don't know what else. I mean. Uh, no, no, I
1: guess those are the two big things.
0: Yeah. Um. What? Uh, at, well, at the end of the scene, I mean, you 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 get that uh, whole thing about uh, uh, now being you know, kind of betraying boxer, right? Um, because she reveals Kinda, like, yeah. She, yeah, she's being paid off or something. And I thought yeah. that uh, it's critical. Well, how, how far are we into this movie? We are an hour and seven-ish minutes into this movie. It's like it's the halfway mm-hmm. point. Um. Now, you, someone could say that nothing much happens in this chapter in, in regards to action or oh, movements no. of people, right? But in terms of revelation, in terms of exposition, this is a good halfway Revelations. point. Revelations. This is a good yeah. halfway point in the movie. Kind of just like bringing us, bringing us back down before they go on with the movie and go on yeah. with the second half. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, uh, yeah Um, so yeah, uh, you You just, uh, you just put us there Uh, Krista, she, uh She's leaving the mansion, she says goodbye To, uh, to Boxer Saying, saying, I love you, Jericho Cain To him, and then she, uh in uh, some some great acting again, she uh, stumbles in her heels out to the car in, in the just this beautiful frame, this big big wide frame. I'd hope to see in a movie theater one day of the the rain falling in the background, storming out uh, the the spotlights swirling around, catching the rain. Uh, really, really gorgeous stuff. I really love. Oh man, this is just one of the best looking parts of the movie. Uh, so yeah, she's she's gone. Uh, and then boxer immediately receives a call from starla yeah which uh combined with uh again just a a lot of traumatic information just happened uh like his his wife's pregnant with uh, another man's baby and then along with all that uh the, the, the the person that he's been in love with has been using him uh In line with that, he was just called Jericho, and then he gets a call from somebody who has been referring to him only as Jericho this entire time. So, like, he kind of goes back along with the Jericho thing. Like, maybe, maybe he's actually got split personality disorder, and he believes he's Jericho in this moment. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, uh, Starla calls him, tells him, "Go to the base of the Santa Monica Pier, and through the looking glass, you'll find what you are looking for." Uh, Through the looking glass. Through the Looking Glass at the base of the Santa Monica Pier. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Um, oh man, man, I'm watching it now. Just, uh, the looks that, that, uh, DJ is serving up here. Fantastic stuff. And, uh, finally, finally, he is told, uh, he hangs up the phone and, uh, Dr. Katarina Kuntzler, played by, uh, 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 rest in peace, Zelda Rubenstein. Yes. Uh, she tells him, uh, "What does he say? What does she say to her? We saw the shadows of the morning light, shadows of the evening sun, until light and shadows were one. Go before it is too late." And she is holding one of those uh, glowy balls. <laughs> the bachi balls. I- The bocce balls, which I think this is the first one that I noticed. And it was like, it was like, after you first brought this up to me and like, I rewatched the movie again, this was like the first one that I noticed, like, as I was watching the movie. And then, and then you start to see them all over the place. Cause, uh, uh, boxer, he gets, uh, this like really nice car, it gets pulled up to him. I'm assuming by Baron or the, the 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 like the people that Baron is with or whatever they they give him this like fancy old timey car and he drives off in the rain convertible but it looks like he's not getting wet at all <laughs> 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 never really uh, thought about that until now but still we get this really nice shot another really just great shot uh, it's like from the back seat of the car watching boxer and if you watch the con cut. Um this scene is extended. Uh oh. like a boxer driving away, he's following a long trail of those glowing lights, those little glowing circular lights, for like I wanna say like a full minute. That's, That's what it felt like anyway. interesting it's really it's yeah, it's really pretty. It goes along with the Hollywood Noir theme, like it feels really old timey.
0: Yeah.
1: Not just that he's in an old car, but it's just I don't know, it's just the way it's filmed.
0: Marcus, do you know what car he's driving? No, I don't. Is it a Rolls Royce? Good guess. Yeah, three more guesses.
1: Is it a Chevrolet? No, two more guesses. Is it a Ford Fiesta? One more. Is it a Think of a, a fancy car.
0: No, think of a fancy car. A Jaguar? You got it. You got it. Jaguar. Is it a Jaguar? Nineteen forty nine Jaguar XK one hundred and twenty Roadster. Man, that
1: that car sounds like a beast, huh? So we got a second beast of a car in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, now I I I went uh, to the website International, sorry, Internet Movie Cars Database, uh, which is <laughs> it's a pretty good resource. Um, you know, okay. This this is this this is interesting, uh, uh, Marcus. What other movie can you guess uh, also featured a Jaguar XK120?
1: Okay, okay. So like not the same car, but the same make and model.
0: A Jaguar, not hmm. not a 1949 Jaguar XK120. Another Jaguar XK120 roadster. Yes, what movie uh, featured
1: that car um fast and furious 4
0: uh you know what you're not far off because it was featured in a movie called fast and furious uh the not, oh, the, shit, not the the not, yeah not, yeah not the Vin one but yeah the one from from then the one with ron I, howard
1: directed right
0: i believe so but no, no it's, it wasn't that one i'm thinking of uh i'm gonna i'm gonna let you i'm gonna give you a hint we've talked about this movie before is it the
1: is it the that noir movie that uh whatever I've got it over here kiss me Dadly?
0: Yes, it's yes, it's featured in the movie Kiss Me Dadly. Yeah. Yeah, that that
1: that 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 was my original guess when I saw it. It's like I I fe- I figure it's in that movie.
0: Yes, uh it's a 1959 <clears throat> Jaguar XK Roadster that was featured in Kiss Me Deadly. I'm sure Richard Kelly wanted that same model but he was like, "Okay, I'll get a 1949. It's close enough." Um, do they do they repeat a shot from that movie? I'm pretty is that sure like
1: behind the car. Yeah, shot I'm pretty the,
0: sure that shot is featured in um, Kiss Me Deadly because it's a very fantastic. noir shot. Um, if, if it's not, fantastic. if it's not, then I'm sure it's it's a it's a homage to every other noir, right? Because it's a very uh, old old fashioned shot. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: the Jaguar XK120 featured in both Southland Tales and Kiss Me Deadly. That's great.
1: So, Marcelo, we have about I don't know, a minute like two minutes left of the this we're podcast? like we're like eight or nine minutes no into into this section of the movie that we're talking about, but we are only halfway through my notes. Because a lot <laughs> Is gonna be a two more part <laughs> happens in these final two minutes. <laughs> a lot more happens in these Wait, final two minutes. Wait, how much more we don't have to spend like, like I I just like wrote down everything that's on the TV and stuff, you know.
0: Okay, well, let's let's so, let's get through it. Yeah, I, I, I Yeah, I, I, we can just say yeah. stuff kind of fast here. Like uh, like go. Th- what not are you doing? Keep going. Go go go. But the
1: Baron, the Baron, he calls Kevin Smith si- Simon Theory. I think this is the first time we see the man th- in the movie. If it's not, I'm sorry.
0: Pause. Uh he Pause. refers Pause. to himself. Oh, oh, Pause. 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 Wait, oh yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. In the previous episode, I believe it was you who said like uh, uh oh we were talking to um i believe harrison and dungeons harrison, yeah. dungeons and dragons came up now yes. does the baron say he's the he's wh- what does he say here is that a dungeons and dragons reference
1: he refers to himself as the wizard
0: mm, okay
1: yeah in his call okay to the du- to the dungeon master
0: ah i see okay okay uh yeah. that's the question i had okay continue yeah, he
1: he calls himself the wizard. He tells him to remove the palatin body from Utopia Three.
0: Is that and, another uh, reference, palatin?
1: No, no, I, I I have no clue what that means. I, I tried looking up palatin. I the spelling of it at least in the in the. Uh, in the subtitles led me to absolutely nothing. I mean, utopia 3 oh. is the generator out in the
0: ocean. Wait a it's second. Of the
1: How is it I spelled? Believe. But P a L a T I N no E
0: that's in the, I saw some stuff with an E I, I, cause I looked it up and I found Paladin with a D Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. It could
1: be. Yeah.
0: Maybe he says Palatin. Hmm. And that's what the captions say. Yeah, interesting. Maybe maybe it's a misspelling. Maybe they got it wrong. This is okay. Make well, Marcus. Be. I'm being very serious. Make a note. We're gonna ask Richard Kelly this when we when we get him on the show. Okay. Okay. What's Whether the palatin body? It's mean? palatin or paladin.
1: What does the palatin body mean? Yes, Mister
0: Richard <clears throat> J. Kelly. Mister J. Richard. Kelly, Okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this when we have him on the show.
1: Is it a misspelling? Yes. Comma, you fool. Yeah. Okay, so, then Kevin Smith's character, we see him for the first time. He's like in this, uh, and if it's not the first time, I apologize again. Uh, he, uh... He uh, says, "So it begins," and he's like seated in the middle of this uh, metal room, uh, like in this like circular desk with a lot of like fake sciency looking stuff, like uh, like like the electric balls you put your hand on and lava lamps and shit, but like uh, higher end versions of lava lamps, basically. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, uh, and he puts uh one he puts a dislocated uh finger in a or uh in a uh, box and i that i assume unlocks the box or whatever i don't know we see that box open later i can't remember what it is um a tv we cut to a tv uh, anything to say about kevin smith there
0: anything to say uh i don't know uh I, you know you know what i don't like kevin focus I don't like the fact that Jane, and Silent Bob showed up in Scream 3. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense to me. Now, it's not like it's not... Okay. Forget the fact that it's supposed to be clever and funny. Forget that. What really irks me is in Scream 1, um, in a close-up shot of a camera next to uh, a tape collection, one of the tapes uh, in that collection is Clerks starring... Kevin Smith as Silent Bob, um, and Jay uh, Jason Mewes. Now, make make sense of that, Marcus. Uh, what what's going on there? That's Isn't my question. Scream's
1: whole thing, like self awareness and meta commentary on itself, and like it knows it's a
0: movie. But how can and Silent Bob be? I'm assuming the stars of Clerks on VHS and also be real characters in that universe
1: how can they how can they not be it doesn't make any sense like uh, it's a movie in a movie universe
0: but no but it is still, a movie universe it's still grounded in reality though like it's still like the real world no it's not it's 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 not it's, like it's, last action hero where characters are coming out of the screen hmm i i, I think it is you, no, there's no, 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 that, that's not, yeah. have, have I, you seen I the think, Scream movies? I think,
1: I think a rift, oh, yeah, I have, I've seen them all. <laughs> I think a rift opened up in the no. uh, in, uh, okay. in uh, the Scream universe at the end of Scream 2. The Scream reverse. And, and uh, Jay and Silent Bob were the only things that came through. Here uh, is perhaps perhaps like Bugs Bunny also came through and he's just off screen or something.
0: This is a, a legitimate question for you, a Kevin yeah, Smith fan a like Goodwill right? Hunting or something. Okay. You're a fan of Kevin Smith or a fan of his previous work, right? Here's my yeah, question to you. I guess and here, my- <laughs> here's how I explain it away, but you have to answer the question I have for you at the end of this, okay? I'm okay with James and Bob being there in three, in Scream Three, right? But now do we the we, people
1: we, do the people in the movie care. Do they know you're Jay and Silent Bob from the movie? No. I, I, don't, I don't remember the context in which they show up.
0: In Scream 3, Jay and Silent Bob are waiting in line at a film studio. and um, at the movie theater. No. No, no, no. Film studio. They're, they're, they're shooting uh, Stab 3. They're shooting Stab 3 on, on mm-hmm. the lot. They're on the lot, okay? Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, Courtney Cox's character uh, she's the reporter who comes outside and like walks by them. And Jay goes, "Hey, it's that reporter chick." And then Courtney Cox's character flips them off. And then Jay goes, "Hey, does she want to fuck me or whatever?" Jay says, because like Jay's Jay, yeah. right? Um, they're- they don't acknowledge it there and say nobody says, "Hey, it's Jay and Silent Bob." They're just there in their costume and like they're their characters. And of course, Kevin Smith says nothing because he's Silent Bob. he said he says this to Courtney Cox corny cox's character she's yeah she, she's yeah well, she's, in,
1: she's how do you know like in this moment she's not her character from ace ventura <laughs> <laughs> let me she's go back like to th- that reporter. no
0: let me go back to my other that's report, your okay honest. now i'm okay with that happening in scream three let's just say that's okay. Jane, and Silent bob okay we saw the the vhs cover of clerks in scream one But we we don't know who's in that version of Clerks. So what I'm saying is, maybe Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Mewes aren't the stars of Clerks. Okay. It could be another other actors in a Clerks movie. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Okay. Because because in this world, you know, there's like the Stab franchise. Uh, uh, um, I mean, people are aware of actors in this world, so they could have in this universe you know kevin smith you know is 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 not the director of clerks maybe it could have been another director who directed clerks and starting clerks so that's my way of explaining away or or that. is it
1: just is it just kevin smith and jason muse there at a film studio you said maybe and they are in they are in character at a film studio <laughs> where they would probably be in character they're method actors
0: oh okay you know what
1: and they're just waiting to start filming something. They're they're starting they're they're filming Clerks too in that universe, at that oh, time.
0: At that point, it was the year two thousand. So maybe they were shooting, James and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh,
1: maybe. Yeah, James and Silent Bob Strike Back,
0: which yeah. is also okay. a meta
1: commentary movie like the Screen
0: Movies. You know what? I could buy that. <clears throat> maybe they're just in character. Maybe they're you know two David. They're two Daniel Day uh Jason Mewes and uh-huh. Kevin Smith. You know what? I you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. There you go. We solved the mystery. Ooh. So that's how a feel about Count Smith in this yeah. in this movie. Right. All right.
1: Okay. So uh, when the next thing we see TV. This is the stuff we can rattle off. Like I don't okay. need your commentary on every goddamn. So you, thing you want me to on, shut so. up right now, right? Yes. Uh, just sit there and let me talk. And Look pretty.
0: <sighs>
1: okay. A TV has Martin Kefauver's name on it. Now this is fourth wall breaking. Martin Kefauver is the name of the guy that uh, is supposed to like take. They're supposed to play an important role. It's it's for, he's directly from the screenplay, Martin Key and the the words start getting screwed up, uh, jumbled up. Like it turns into eater Malverfink and freak man virtue. Um, like what do you call that? Anagrams. I don't know. An image of the of a camera slowly turning into an eye. Big brother imagery. Uh, it says this is the way. So this is like a very meta commentary thing. Uh, Then the TV switches to like the Bible TV that we saw at the beginning, and we are getting a reading from a man named Bob Bopperson, reading from the Book of Revelations, uh, the quote, But then Satan answered the Lord in his sniveling, conniving way and said, Does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hand, and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand, and touch all that he has, and he he will curse you to your face. Now this is all said over news footage from around the world. We see riots in Tehran, uh, in Figueroa. Uh, we see uh, soldiers boarding a train in South Bay. We see an interview with Pro- Pilot Abilene at the Fire Arcade. Here's different different uh, headlines. We see Christ Watch Mega Church revival at the Memorial Coliseum draws ninety thousand. Uh, there's another Bible verse: "Behold, I will make them if the synagogue I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie." Behold, from Revelations three nine. Uh, bomb threats, terrorists target downtown areas, explosive devices armed and ready. We will see that later in the film. Draft fatigue. Uh, brave soldiers set to depart for Syria, say goodbye to loved ones, and we see a footage of a guy in a camo shirt boarding a subway that I guess we're supposed to assume that's a, a, a soldier going off to war. Uh, there's also a lens flare here that I caught in the one frame I happened to, to, to stop the film on. I don't know why it would be there. <laughs> um... Friendly Fire, <laughs> Abilene Breaks Silence, an exclusive interview about Fallujah Horror, and we see him being interviewed, and uh, Disgraced Hermosa Beach veteran Roland Taverner declared missing. We see Abilene in the fire arcade giving an interview, uh, leaning against the skee ball tables, presumably talking about the fluid karma tests done on him and Roland Taverner, who's also shown in a picture. We see Pilot's logo, which is the smiley face with like the cut on it, and we also see like what I assume is like a new U.S. Army logo, which is like a symbol of two assault rifles crossed. Uh, and then we uh, so that's that's round one of TV. Uh, then we cut away from TV and we see real. Not real, but, like, real to the movie. Um, Like it's being filmed for the movie. Uh, Not news footage of uh, soldiers that look like they're, like, just on the boardwalk carrying caskets uh, draped with flags. Um, Clearly in, like, the U.S. And we see that, like, same U.S. Army logo of the crossed assault rifles in the background, which is why I put it together. I think that's what the logo is. Pilot's voiceover: He talks about the Iraq War experiments. He gives you he gives you uh, background info on uh, on uh, the fluid karma exp- uh, experiments that we saw in the graphic novel. Uh, he explains uh, he calls it the Elixir of God. And then on the TV for part two, uh, Linda Lau, Doctor Linda Lau is back. We saw her talking to the Baron earlier on the news. Uh, she is saying that the Baron. Claims that fluid karma is safe, but he refuses to release the environmental impact report from Utopia 3. What is he hiding? And in the text, pilot uh, is explaining that uh, the karma, the fluid karma, gave uh, soldiers mental telepathy between each other. We see pictures of the graphic novel and the test of the war, and a gateway to salvation has been found. We are not alone. And the last bit of TV talk, uh, the chyrons that are scrolling along the bottom, here's all of them. Nuclear ruse uncovers holes in U.S. security. So, I don't know what that would be. El Paso firefighters, rescue workers, stage Independence Day protest. That could be setting some stuff up later. Reversible birth control option for dogs may one day replace neutering, stuff we heard about earlier in this episode. More than 30 men arrested at M, and it cuts off... Uh, oil-laden tanker grounded off New York City. Suspected culprits still at large, and Bin Laden's search frustrates off. Probably officials. So, but it cuts off. That is everything that happened about th- on the TV. Uh, we get the background from uh, what fluid karma does and the use of it on U.S. soldiers. I would probably say that's the most important thing that's here. I would say I wasted a lot of breath saying the rest of the stuff. It's just a uh, mood. Uh we also the, the Martin Kefauver thing. That's interesting. So Marcello, uh I'm gonna unzip you now unzip your lips and uh ask if you have any words to say about what I anything I just spit out.
0: Or did I, I cut out the
1: whole time and we gotta take it again.
0: <laughs> Please don't go over it again. Uh, good job. I have no notes. Um, I mean, uh, it, again, I find it interesting how much how much do you think do you think like Richard Kelly was like a hundred percent involved with what's on screen at all times, or do you think that, yeah. or, or you know, or it can happen where he tosses it to a visual effects company and they sort of like add a lot to it too, uh, because it tends to happen. Well, I'm not gonna say it. It tends to happen. A story I remember is when Steven, and this is a whole other deal, so it, it's not a one-to-one comparison. But you know, uh, uh, when Steven Spielberg made Ready Player One, he, uh, the effects house that did it, they added like uh, some you know stupid shit that even Spielberg didn't know that they added. So. Uh, I don't know uh, but, but, uh, And then he got the footage back And was like what Chucky's in this Yeah exactly who put you know I hate that there? guy <laughs> You know uh, So Do you think Kelly was 100% involved with like every single thing That was on screen
1: uh, It all feels like it comes from One voice so honestly yes
0: I do think He probably was Okay uh, this could be Another question we ask him on the show
1: Not that there wasn't input from other people, but I feel like he probably got like final say or like he probably looked at every frame of this movie with uh, with the eyes of a father looking into his child.
0: The interview footage uh, we see of Abilene, pilot Abilene, Justin Timberlake. Is that on the DVD or is that on the Blu-ray? Is that is that available anywhere? Is it in the cons cut? No, I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Not sure. Interesting. Interesting. All right. That's all I have.
1: Okay. So I guess that would bring us to the end of the lo- the episode.
0: <laughs> it. Oh, it seems like a, yeah, uh, I think, I think we ended on a, on, we ended on a high note, all right?
1: I guess. I mean, we just kind of see the, the TV. And then I think the very last thing that happens, we get another shot of the Baron. Um, and, uh, and uh that leads into the into the like deal with the Japanese businessman, uh Mr. Takahashi next episode. But uh that's that's next episode. We can't talk about that yet. I haven't seen that part of the movie yet.
0: I am so, fascinated. Marcus, I'm gonna talk for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm fascinated please. uh with um uh time and time code. <laughs> oh me too, man. That <laughs> shit trips me out. Okay, the the start of the Japanese businessman um, scene just about it's one on, in the theatrical cut, it's one minute sorry, it's one hour and 11 minutes in approximately yeah. or, or 112 whatever 112. That is halfway through the movie exactly. yeah now what's interesting is the Japanese businessman scene, which is halfway through the movie, into the theatrical cut, starts the cons cut of South End. Yeah,
1: that is fascinating, isn't
0: it? Do you think that's fascinating? The you know the way that well, it,
1: like it's also it's set up in the previous scene, like the the, the way that Baron leaves the the party is Mister Takahashi has agreed to your deal. Let's go meet him, brother.
0: That's yeah. I, I I forget how the how it plays in the cons cut. How much we see before this scene. We'll, we'll talk about it in the next episode, I guess, more. But uh, yeah, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the cons cuts. So, anyway, uh, I probably should not have said all that because really, we're going to talk about that same thing next episode. All right. I think that's enough. Uh, Marcus, good job as always.
1: Thanks. Uh, uh, I'll say the same to you, Marcella. Okay. I was looking for. Uh, I was
0: really hoping. My last thing. My
1: yeah, last you got one thing more here. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the, the roundup of uh oh, companies yes. we should be supporting because uh they had their products featured in this film.
0: Yes.
1: Um on Simon Theory's desk, um there's an Alienware PC. So get that for all your gaming needs. Yeah Uh we've already seen them before, but Panasonic Bud Light Hustler uh still in there, still going strong. And uh Vivid Entertainment. Yes. Uh, real porno company. Probably make good stuff. I don't
0: know. Buy their products. Yeah. Please support them. So, yeah. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Is there a brand that we've covered that is sort of like Kodak in Blade Runner? where is it It was a huge brand in back in the day, back when they made the movie, but now it's no longer a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hustler
0: isn't really a thing, is it? Anymore? I mean, they're, they're still selling Hustler magazine. Well, yeah, I don't it know. Still exists. Here, I'm gonna like, look up Hustler. The guy died. Well, the company's still around, though.
1: I mean, Bud Light's certainly still around. Bud Panasonic's Light. certainly still around. Vivid Entertainment, we know they were never. They're not any bigger than they were before. I don't think.
0: They uh, some would say they're bigger now. They could be. A hustler um, is still around. Um, it says. I mean, Alienware is probably the same. Alienware, popularity. yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw. Oh, what, what, what what's Rhino? the movie? Uh, I saw a movie Free Guy, uh, featuring Alienware products, and that was in the year two thousand twenty-one. So yeah, they're still around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. yeah. I don't.
1: I don't think anything's like dead and gone. I, but I would say Hustler is probably like. I don't think Hustler is in the position to be buying ads on U.S. tanks at this point in our history, in 2022 mm. when we're recording this. I wouldn't rule
0: it out, I'll say.
1: All right. I don't know. Maybe you know more about it than I do. Mm. What's their stock price? Are they publicly traded?
0: I'm going to look that up now. Uh, Marcus, thanks. I said that already, but uh, plugs. What Thank do you,
1: you. What do you – No <laughs> plugs. Uh, gonna, get the plug. The plug. there are no plugs on this show it's not a feature of our show
0: go to um, gunk blader oh larry flint died in 2021 i swear I, I i thought he died like that was this ago. year february 10th 2021 are you fucking kidding me i know we lost him oh wait oh yeah that's that's weird yeah no, no no yeah 2021
1: are you thinking of Hafner, I guess? Or maybe we're getting mixed up with Hafner. He died a few years ago. But yeah, I, I would have I said Flint was not this year. I'm
0: going to double check because I just looked up uh, Hustler stock price and there's no there are no stocks. Um, yeah, 2021. Feb 2021. We lost him. lost him too soon. Too hmm. soon. Uh, 78 years old. Man. Uh, we like to dedicate this <laughs> podcast episode to Larry Flint. Um, the people could not
1: take you down but age could
0: I'm on his Wikipedia and I retract my last statement I do not dedicate this episode (laughs) I don't even want to say what I just saw but I I take it all back Larry Flint burn in hell thanks Marcus Uh, next episode chapter 7 lucky number slevin and now if you don't have anything else to say I think
1: it's uh, time. Uh, last time I promised to have a guest for this episode and did not <laughs> no, <that's> deliver. Right. <laughs> uh, but I will make the same promise again for next episode. We'll have I, a guest.
0: I wouldn't do that, but I, I listen, I'm hoping. We'll have two guests next episode. <laughs> don't even say that, Marcus. Don't make it. See, <laughs> if it's one thing I've learned doing these podcasts for the last seven years, never make any promises, ever. Ever, 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 um, you can say, "Hey, we can. We we hope to have at least one guest next episode. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? It could be us again. Uh, all right, Marcus. Any any more promises you want to make?
1: Uh, my promise to uh, love and cherish each one of our listeners, and uh, I that is something that I try to affirm to myself and remind myself of each and every day when I Let's- wake
0: up. Listeners, we love you. We care about you. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Um, drink Please some water. Please reach out to
1: us if you're ever in need. At gunkblader At um, Marcel P. Cook.
0: Close. Uh, uh, yeah. Send us an email. Uh, marks at gmail.com. Uh, should we open up the mailbag before we go?
1: <laughs> Talkfilmsociety.com <laughs> slash slash uh, column slash underscore uh <laughs> No time to die. Uh, that'll probably be out sometime.
0: Uh, it, that movie's been out. Oh, yeah, let's, let's let's end the show. Uh, have a nice. <laughs> have a nice. Apod collapse. Bye everybody.